Welcome back, every single person out there. We are thrilled to have you here. And you're thrilled to be here. You are thrilled to be here. Wouldn't you say? Yeah. Big thanks to Bruce and Milo and Large, who supplied us with peeps, like we mentioned before. We already accidentally thanked them. Well, they had not gotten us peeps when we mentioned it before, and now we have peeps. That was no accident, Eric. That was amazing. Yeah, that's and what that is. these are kettle corn peeps. I didn't know it was a thing. I didn't either. They're pretty good. Yeah. So yesterday was yeah. the day that the episode aired with the last set of peeps. You're doing exactly what I did. You're doing exactly what I... I'm trying to find this. it. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I can't yesterday, find the kettle corn in here. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying, man. Interesting. Yesterday was the day that... Um, the, remember we told Allison to make the graphic say, be bold, be savory, be sparkly, be wild, or stay bold, stay savory, stay sparkly. Do you remember that? Vaguely. Yeah. Well, we did. And she did. And it's oh. hilarious. It was the like oh. graphic for the day. Oh. Yesterday. Oh, really? Or today. I don't even know. I don't know. One oh of those God. days. But anyway, I love that. Where do you find that? Is it on Facebook or something? Yeah. Oh. <coughs> Allison has to send it to me because I don't have Facebook. I have to look. But... I probably should look more than I should. Yeah. Or I do. You should. Yeah. You oh, should. Look at that peep. That's unfortunate. Yeah. The eyes are all messed up. Yeah. They always are. Look at They're all right in the middle of the head on yours. All right. Hey. So we're going to keep reading here as we uh, split up the land hmm. as it's been conquered. People often ask me, what's the half tribe of Manasseh? And it's just because half of them stayed on one side of the Jordan and half of them stayed on the other. So yeah. That's it. People often ask you that? Yeah. Okay. I'm not kidding. That is a question that <laughs> hey, I feel yeah, like Hey, man. The guy walking down the street. Hey, yeah. you. Hey. What's the half-tribe of Manasseh? What's that all about? Yeah. You're like, I have to answer that oh, all the time. Oh, that's easy. What half stayed here? What half went there? Or it's like, hey, so what do you do for work? Well, I'm a pastor. Wow, fascinating. Hey, what's the half-tribe of Manasseh? I know. Or the time you were lifting weights and those three kids came up to you and said, hey. Started pushing on the bar. I know. Pushing down while Tell I'm trying to bend. Tell us right now. Tell us. Hey, old man. Yeah. What's the half-tribe of Manasseh? You old geezer. And I'm like, please. please. Don't kill me. I'll don't tell do you. do it. Half the tribe of Manasseh and the tribes of Reuben and Gad had already received their grants of land on the east side of the Jordan. For Moses, the servant of the Lord, had previously assigned this land to them. Their territory extended from Aror on the edge of the Arnon Gorge, including the town in the middle of the gorge, to the plain beyond Mediba, as far as Dibon. It also included all the towns of King Sihon of the Amorites, who had reigned in Heshbon and extended as far as the borders of Ammon. It included Gilead, the territory of the kingdoms of Gesher and Makkah, all of Mount Hermon, all of Bashan as far as Salika, and all the territory of King Og of Bashan, who had reigned in Ashtaroth and Edri. King Og was the last of the Rephaites, who, for Moses had attacked them and driven them out. But the Israelites failed to drive out the people of Gesher and Makkah, so they continued to live among the Israelites to this day. Moses did not assign any allotment of the land to the tribe of Levi. Instead, as the Lord had promised, their allotment came from the offerings, burned on the altar of the Lord, the God of Israel. Moses had assigned the following area to the clans of the tribes of Reuben. Their territory extended from Aror on the edge of the Arnon Gorge, including the town in the middle of the gorge, to the plain behind Mediba. It included Heshbon and the other towns on the plain, Dibon, Bamoth Baal, Beth Baal Mayon, Jahaz, 
Ketamoth, Mephath, Kiriatham, Sibma, Zareth Shahar on the hill above the valley, oh, right. Beth Peor, the slopes of Pisgah, and Beth Jeshemoth. The land of Reuben also included the towns of the plain and the entire kingdom of Sihon. Sihon was, Eric, in case you forgot, he was the Amorite king who had reigned on Heshbon, who was killed by Moses along with the leaders of Midian. Evi, Rechem, Zer, Hur, and Reba, princes living in the region who were allied with Sihon. The Israelites had also killed Balaam, son of Beor, who used magic to tell the future. The Jordan River marked the western boundary for the tribe of Reuben. The towns and their surrounding villages in this area were given as a homeland to the clans of the tribe of Reuben. Moses had assigned the following area to the clans of the tribe of Gad. Their territory included Jazer, all the towns of Gilead, and half of the land of Ammon as far as, far as the town of Aror just west of Rabbah. It extended to Heshbon to from Heshbon to Ramath Mizpah and to Betonim and from Mahayanim to the territory of Lo-Debar. In the valley were Beth Haram, Beth Nimrah, Succoth, Zaphon, and the rest of the king the rest of the kingdom of King Sihon of Heshbon. The western boundary ran along the Jordan River, extended as far north as the tip of the Sea of Galilee, and turned eastward. The towns and their surrounding villages in this area were given as a homeland to the tribes of Gad. Moses had assigned the following area to the clans of the half tribe of Manasseh. Their territory extended from Mahanaim, including all of Bashan, all the former kingdom of Og, and the 60 towns of Jair in Bashan. It also included half of Gilead and King Og's royal cities of Ashtaroth and Edri. All this was given to the clans of the descendants of Machir, who was Manasseh's son. These are the allotments Moses had made while he was on the plains of Moab, across the Jordan River east of Jericho. But Moses gave no allotment of land to the tribe of Levi, for the Lord, the God of Israel, had promised that he himself would be their the remaining tribes of Israel received land in Canaan as allotted by Eleazar the priest, Joshua son of Nun, and the tribal leaders. These nine and a half tribes received their grants of land by means of sacred lots in accordance with the Lord's command through Moses. Moses had already given a grant of land to the two and a half tribes on the east side of the Jordan River, but he had given the Levites no such allotment. The descendants of Joseph had become two separate tribes, Manasseh and Ephraim. And the Levites were given no land at all, only in towns to live in with, to live in with surrounding pasture land for their livestock and all their possessions. So the land was distributed in strict accordance with the Lord's command to Moses. A delegation from the tribe of Judah, led by Caleb, son of Jephunneh, the Kenazite, came to Joshua Gilgal, and Caleb said to Joshua, Remember what the Lord said to Moses, the man of God, about you and me when we were at Kadesh Barnea? I was 40 years old when Moses, the servant of the Lord, sent me from Kadesh Barnea to explore the land of Canaan. I returned and gave an honest report, but my brothers who went with me frightened the people from entering the promised land. For my part, I wholeheartedly followed the Lord my God, so that day Moses solemnly promised to me, the land of Canaan on which you were just walking will be your grant of land and that of your descendants forever, because you wholeheartedly followed the Lord my God. Now, as you can see, the Lord has kept me alive. And well, as he promised for 45 years since Moses made this promise. Even while Israel wandered in the wilderness, today I am 85 years old. I'm strong now as I was when Moses sent me on that journey, and I can still travel and fight as well as I could then. So give me the hill country that the Lord promised to me. You will remember that as scouts we found the descendants of Anak living there in great walled towns. But if the Lord is with me, I'll drive them out of the land just as the Lord said. 
So Joshua blessed Caleb, son of Jephunneh, and gave him Hebron to him as a portion of land. Hebron still belongs to the descendants of Caleb, son of Jephunneh, the Kenazite, because he wholeheartedly followed the Lord, the God of Israel. Previously, Hebron had been called Kiriath Arba. It had been named after Arba, a great hero of the descendants of Anak. You have this t-shirt. I do. I have a big Arba t-shirt. Yeah, and the land has rest from war. The allotment for the clans of the tribe of Judah reached southward to the border of Edom as far south as the wilderness of Zin. The southern boundary began at the south bay of the Dead Sea, ran south of Scorpion Pass into the wilderness of Zin, and then went south of Kadesh Barnea to Hezron. Then it went up to Adar, where it turned toward Karka. From there, it passed to Asmon until it finally reached the brook of Egypt, which it followed to the Mediterranean Sea. This was their southern boundary. Yeah. Oh, I'll keep going. Keep going. The eastern boundary extended along the Dead Sea to the mouth of the Jordan River. The northern boundary began at the bay where the Jordan River empties into the Dead Sea, went up from there to Beth Hogla. Oh, Hogla. Yeah, Beth Hogla. Yeah, that, yeah. Yeah. Bethany. Oh, yes. Beth, Beth Hogla, which means House of Hogla, then proceeded north of Beth Araba mm-hmm. to the stone of Bohan. Bohan was Reuben's son. Mm-hmm. From that point, it went through the valley of Achor to Debir, turning north toward Gilgal, which is across from the slopes of Adumim on the south side of the valley. From there, the boundary extended to the springs at En Shemesh and on to En Rogel. The boundary then passed through the valley of Ben Hinnom along the southern slopes of the Jebusites, where the city of Jerusalem is located. Then it went west to the top of the mountain above the valley of Hinnom and on on up to the northern end of the valley of Rephaim. From there, the boundary extended from the top of the mountain to the spring at the waters of Neftoah, and from there to the towns on Mount Ephron. It turned then it turned toward Bela, that is Kiriath Jerem. The boundary the boundary circled west of Bela to Mount Seir, passed along the town of Kesselon on the northern slope of Mount Jerem, and then went down to Beth Shemesh and on to Timnah. The boundary then proceeded to the slope of the hill north of Ekron, where it turned toward Shikaron and Mount Bela. It passed Jabneel and ended at the Mediterranean Sea. The western boundary was the shoreline of the Mediterranean Sea, and these are the boundaries for the clans of the tribe of Judah. I feel like that has to be Jim Weary's favorite passage. <laughs> I mean, that guy, he loves the northeast side. He loves cardinal directions. Side. You're right. Man. <laughs> that probably has a highlight in his Bible. <laughs> probably memorized it. Well, here we go. The Lord commanded Joshua to assign some of Judah's territory to Caleb, son of Jephunneh. So Caleb was given the town of Kiriath Arba. That is Hebron, which has been named after Anak's, uh, Anak's ancestor. Caleb drove out the three groups of Anakites, which are the descendants of Shishai, Ahimman, and Talmai, the sons of Anak. From there, he went to fight against the people living in the town of Debir. Formerly, it was called Kiriath Sefer. Remember that? Mm. Caleb said, I will give my daughter Aksa in marriage to the one who attacks and captures Kiriath Sefer. Othniel, son of Caleb's brother, Kenaz, was the one who conquered it. So Aksa became Othniel's wife. Lucky him. Mm. When Aksa married Othniel, she urged him to ask her father for a field. (laughs) Aksa father. Aksa father, yeah. (laughs) That was good. (laughs) She got down off her donkey. Oh. Yeah, just get off that donkey. Get off your donkey. Yeah, Caleb asked her, what's the matter? Well, she said, give me another gift. I don't want that one. You've already given me land in the Negev. Now please give me springs of water, too. So Caleb gave her the upper and lower springs. 
This was the homeland allocated to the clans of the tribe of Judah. The towns of Judah situated along the borders of Edom in the extreme south were Kabzeel, Eder, Jagger, Kena, Demona, Adada, Kedesh, Hazor, Ithnan, Ziph, Telem, Bealoth, Hazor, Hadata, Kiriath, Hezron, that is Hazor, mm-hmm. Amam, Shema, Molada, Hazar, Gada, mm-hmm. Heshman, Beth, Pelet, Hazar, Shul, Beersheba, Biziothia, Bela, Eim, Ezem, Eltolad, Kisel, Horma, Ziklag, Madmana, Sansan, Sansana, Lebeoth, Shilhim, Ain, Rimon, 29 towns with their surrounding villages. The following towns were situated in the western foothills. These were also given to Judah. Eshtael, Zora, Ashna, Zenoa, En-Ganim, Tapua, Enam, Jarmuth, Adalam, Soka, Azika, Sharaim, Adathaim, Gedira, and Gedirothium. Yeah. <laughs> 14 towns in their surrounding villages also included. Yeah. Can't forget these guys. Zenon, Hadasha, Migdal, Gad, Dillian, Mizpah, Jokthiel, Lakish, Boskath, Eglon, Cabon, Layman, Kitlish, Kitlish, Gidaroth, Beth Dagon, Nama, and Maqueda. Sixteen towns with their surrounding villages. But beside these yeah. were Libna, mm-hmm. Ether, Ashan, Iptha, Ashna, Nizib, Kila, Akzib, and Marasha. Nine towns in their surrounding villages. The territory of the tribe of Judah also included Ekron and its surrounding settlements and villages. From Ekron, the border excuse me, the boundary extended west and included the towns near Ashdod with their surrounding villages. It also included Ashdod with its surrounding settlements and villages and Gaza with its settlements and villages as far as the Brook of Egypt along the coast of the Mediterranean Sea. Judah also received the following towns in the hill country, Shamir, Jatir, Soka, Dana, Kiriath, Sana, that is, of course, Debir, yeah, right. Anab, Eshtemoth, Anim, Goshen, Holo, Holon, excuse me, mm-hmm. and Gilo, 11 towns with their surrounding villages. Also included were the towns of Arab, Duma, Eshan, Janim, Beth Tapua, Afeka, Humta, Kiriath Arba, of course we know that as Hebron, yeah, and Zior, nine towns with their surrounding villages. Besides these, though, mm-hmm. were Maon, oh. Carmel, Ziph, mm-hmm. Judah, Jezreel, Joktium, Zenoah, oh, yeah. Cain, Gibeah, mm-hmm. and Timnah, ten towns with their surrounding villages. Now I know what you're thinking. Is that it? No, no. it's not. But wait, there's more. Okay. In addition, oh. There were Halho, Beth Zur, Geter, Marath, Marath, excuse me, yeah, that's right. Beth Anon, mm-hmm. El Tikan, yeah. six towns with the surrounding villages. There were also, oh, if you gee. order now, oh, gee. order now, okay. and Judah will include yes. Kiriath Baal, oh, that yeah. is, of course, Kiriath Jira, oh, and Rabbah, two towns with their surrounding villages. In the wilderness, there were the towns of Beth Araba, oh. Medin, Sekaka, Nibshan, <laughs> the city of salt. That sounds delicious. Sekaka. Oh. And En Gedi, six towns with their surrounding villages, but the tribe of Judah could not drive nope. out the Jebusites who lived mm. in the city of Jerusalem. Mm. So the Jebusites live there among the people of Judah to this oh, day. Wow. Wow. Heartbreaker. You don't want to hear that. Woo. Well, Boy, Eric, beat that. that. Way to finish it. That was good. <laughs> it was, was a marathon you know, at the end. That was a marathon. Woo. You just got to go with it. Yeah, it's and true. You, you did. I would say I did much better than last year. Oh, much better. Yeah, last year was brutal. It was terrible. Okay, guys. Well, uh, (laughs) hey, Chip, what's this telling us about God? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) uh, He has, he's creative. Yeah. With his names. Yeah. Well, there is a nice little section here that don't want to pass over. 
Well, I, I've already made the point. God owns land, so he can give, give the land. Yeah. But mm-hmm. that's, that's what I want to focus on today. Um, uh, God wants all of our heart. God wants all of our heart. And we saw, you know, um, that with, with Caleb, mm. you know, and uh, he, he followed wholeheartedly. Um, he wholeheartedly followed the Lord, his God. And so he was blessed because of that. And so I guess the question is, what does that mean, you know, to follow God with your heart? Um, you know, so the reason, you know, the heart, not the organ, is the, the central place. That's where God turns. God turns to our heart. Why? Because it's what we love mm-hmm. and who we love. Mm-hmm. And so God wants us to love him. Why? Because he loves us. He made us, knows us better than anyone else. And went through great lengths to, to walk with us, rescue us, save us, deliver us. Mm-hmm. And so he loves it when we give him all of our heart, not, not some of it. You know, he said wholeheartedly, not half-heartedly. Mm-hmm. We do a lot, a lot of that today. There's a lot of half-hearted people. And I think, I know I wrestle with that. I feel like if I give him a, a, a lot in this area, that I can hold off a little bit in that area. And that kind of makes up for what I'm missing out here. But no, he, he wants all of our heart mm-hmm. in every area of our life. Mm-hmm. So. That's what it tells me about God. He wants all of our heart. He, he wants us to love him, and we will be blessed when we do so and make good decisions. Yeah, I think that's true. Um, it tells me a couple things about us. One, we need very clear instructions, right? Like these instructions for these Israelites were extremely clear. Mm-hmm. Your border goes from this town to this town and this town and this town. Like it is so precise. Yeah. Uh, it's so precise that you can pull up a map of the ancient Near East and find these places to know exactly what these tribal uh, territories looked like. True. And God knew that if they didn't have exactly the right, like these exact instructions, that they would have just fought over the land and it would have, you know, would have been a mess. I mean, it's going to be a mess anyway. Sure. In the future, we know that. But just, you know, very interesting to me. We need exact instructions. But I love, it tells us about us that the longer we spend following God, the more sure we are of who he is. Caleb mm-hmm. was one of two spies mm-hmm. who said, we can do it. We can conquer the Anakites. Yeah. And he would eventually do it as an 80-year-old man or more. You know? Yeah, look at and, that. And so he knew back 40 years prior, he knew that they would, that they could do it. And he walked with God for those 40 years. He took the the punishment that all of Israel had to suffer wandering in the wilderness. And he walked with God and he he was faithful to God in that time. We know that because he's still around. Hmm. And then, you know, he just remained in that boldness for that time. And you know what's interesting? His daughter marries Othniel. Othniel is one of the judges. Like his legacy carries on through his son-in-law will be one of the leaders of Israel here in the next book that we read. And it's just coming up. It's pretty cool. You know, the the longer we walk with God faithfully, the more sure we can become of who he is. And so our faith generates faith, generates faith, generates faith. And it just keeps going around in this beautiful, beautiful circle Mm -hmm. Um, because that's who we are inside. We're supposed to be faithful to that. Mm -hmm. So, and and I think that that speaks to God wants our heart. I mean, that's, that's mm-hmm. what happens. You, you, you're faithful in your heart, and it's going to produce more faith and more faith and more faith as God's able to prove himself faithful to you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, little steps. Yeah. Little steps of faithfulness. So what can you do today? Well, I kept thinking about when you said, um, what you say gives us instructions? We need these clear instructions? Yeah. 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 
I, I don't know, the word accountability came to mind, mm -hmm. you know, because these instructions kept them accountable to the land. And, uh, and even, I don't know if we even mentioned this, that's why a lot of Leviticus, you know, was written for accountability for the priests and all the, the functions that they would. So, I mean, and we need God's word for accountability to keep us grounded so that we can give our heart to him and stay faithful mm -hmm. step by step each day. So uh, I would say embrace God's word as accountability so that we ha get our heart right and we walk in step with him and stay faithful. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's great. So there's a couple so what's for you, and I'm sure people needed yeah. to hear those. I know I did. Yeah, I would just say as you're reading God's Word, you know, in, the Holy Spirit will keep you accountable mm -hmm. in terms of ding, 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 like, oh, this is something I need to confess. Oh, wow. Yeah, I got to deal with this. Or I got to get this right. And maybe you have no idea. That's why the Word of God is good at keeping us accountable and giving us clear instructions. Yeah, and so. and... So, like, in these tribes, right, if one tribe was doing well, then mm -hmm. the next tribe would be doing well, and the next tribe would be doing well. And that's kind of a sign of, you know, what a faith community looks like, where if each member of that community is doing well, then the whole community is doing well. And the regulations that kept these tribes in the right place were these instructions. Mm -hmm. And like Chip said, that holds us accountable. So if you have a faith community mm -hmm. to which you belong, a church, small group, a friend group, whatever, a Bible study, yeah. and you know, you're standing strong on the word of God and you're holding each other accountable, if you see something in that group that's going wrong, mm -hmm. then you should be ready to answer it with the Bible and say, well, hey, hey, hang on a second. I think we need to back up and take a look at what Scripture says and and be accountable in that. Be accountable. You know? Yeah. That's good. I like it. Yep. I like it. You like it. The peeps like it. Everybody All the peeps. likes it. All the peeps. Hey, thanks for joining us today. Very proud of you. Good stuff. Keep at it. Stay with it. Yeah. You know, these. Uh, this is God's Word, even though there's a bunch of names. <laughs> That's but right. Maybe you'll get a baby name out of it. Maybe. You, you never know. It's true. Sure. And then one, one day you're going to... Email us, and you're going to be like, I was just here on my couch with my baby, Hazar Shual. Yeah. And it just made me think of you. <laughs> Thank you. That's so nice. Yeah. Hazar Shual. <laughs> Hazel. All right. Hey, yeah. Eric, you got to go. Yeah. We'll see you guys tomorrow in the City of Salt. Yep. <laughs>